to Thriving with a Chronic Illness. I am your host, Smiling Sonia, and I share ideas, tools, and strategies I've learned living with and recovering from recurrent viral meningitis. I've undergone mindset shifts that have helped me move from just living to striving with a chronic illness. I know what it's like to worry about taking extended sick leave or losing a job through chronic illness. I share how you can become financially stable with the peace of mind that you have enough money saved to prepare for those emergencies and cover future financial goals. Good morning. Smiling Sonia here. It is Friday, the 12th of March, 2021. I am smiling. I don't know whether you can tell that from the tone of my voice. Maybe you can. (laughs) I am out walking. Just so that you know, today I'm going to be sharing day three of my treasure chest challenge which is all about subscriptions (laughs) yeah not yeah not wasting your money on on, not prescriptions I can say prescriptions but subscriptions I'm out again I nearly didn't come out I woke up this morning to the alarm which is unusual It's unusual for me. I'm usually awake before the alarm. And when I wake up with the alarm, that tells me that in my body, I'm feeling a bit tired. And I, yeah, I do a a sort of a quick check. Risk assessment. I do a quick check of my my body. And usually it starts with my head. and And I have this feeling in my head. I still have that feeling in my head now. So I've got this feeling in my head. It's not a headache per se, but it's a heavy feeling. And as I got up and went to the bathroom, I was thinking, "Mm, I think my body might be telling me it's not up for a workout, which was my plan. And I wondered whether I was even up for a walk. And then as I brushed my teeth my routine in the morning I thought ah I can go out for my walk because yesterday I just stayed with, at the local park which is literally just a few yards meters away from my door I don't have to sort of trek over to the woods I just keep it really really local keep it really really near go back to basics you know when I started this journey of recovery from meningitis I just started by just coming out and walking in this park and it started with five minutes and then I would just walk around the pond. I've got this lovely pond here. And because I don't have an excuse not to come out, even if it's for five minutes. So I've come out and of course, when I come out walking, I like to talk. So there's me recording another episode of my podcast, which is great. Yes, so I, I'm out, and it's just lovely. 
lovely to be out. The sun is shining and I love March because it's like everything is to come. <laughs> everything is to come. This morning I I read uh well, don't call it call it a chapter. I'm an Al Anon member and I've said this before. A proud member of Al Anon. And if you don't know what Al Anon is, it's uh I suppose they call it a fellowship. It's a it's a support group really for people who are affected by someone's drinking. Okay. And it could be somebody that you live with, it can be somebody you just associate with. It could be a family member, it could be an acquaintance. It really doesn't matter. And you could be in contact with that person now, or you may not be. That person may have passed away even. But it's just an acknowledgement that someone's drinking well they call it family disease and I would definitely call it that I would definitely agree with that I've learned so much since I started attending back in August 2017 can you believe that August 2017 so three and a half years he thinks yes one of the things that we're encouraged to do is is to read from a daily reader. They call them a daily reader. And I think it's, I think this one's called, the one I've got is called Courage to Change. Everything's around courage, isn't it? Having the courage to do things. And it's, it's a courage to change. And so for every day of the year, you know, there's a, it's just a small sort of A5. Is it even A5 size book? And each day is a different reading. And I, I suspect it's somebody's, somebody's quoting for someone and then there's a quote and there's a little reminder. When I was first got my daily reader, I, you know, every day, religiously, every day read from it. Now, in the past few months, I've been a bit more inconsistent. But over this last week, I've got it next to my bed and I'm reading again and... Oh, it's just... So this morning, uh, I read, and it was about detaching with love. Now, I remember when I first heard this, detachment with love, didn't really understand what it was all about. And people talk about it, and I think, oh, you know, there's no way I can do that. You know, sort of, to me, implied that... With, with the person that was maybe causing you some issues, <laughs> and you, you know, especially if you've built up resentment and stuff, it was like, well, you know, still, well, so I still love that person, but like that person still, well, it's like, like, let them off, I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, so although I'm reading the same, each year, of course, you just start back from. January the 1st and you're reading reading them and some you will remember as you read them again and others it, will feel, it feels like you're reading it for the very first time so I read this one don't remember reading it before but obviously I have but it was very helpful I always find that when I read 
when I'm reading consistently, I'll, there'll always be something, a message in what I read on that day that either helps me on that day or it gives me some insight into maybe something that's been troubling me or I've been dealing with. And so when I read this detachment with love and a reminder that, you know, somebody else's behaviour, feelings, you know, their mood, their inebriation doesn't have to affect, dictate how you feel and any actions that you take. And I can't remember, you know, everything, all the words, but it's also it was saying that, you know, we can, well, I can, I can respond with compassion because when somebody maybe says something hurtful or behaves in a certain way, we don't know, we, you know, that per- it's not about us. And it's probably because that person is coming from a place of pain. And that was, that reminded me, because there is, you know, there is an issue at the moment uh, with someone, and uh, that has caused me some emotional uphill, (laughs) up, what's the word I want, upheaval, emotional stir, (laughs) and some hurt, yeah, let's be honest with this, and it's been going on now, oh, for almost a couple of years, and it's still having an impact on me because of some continued behaviour I guess but when I read that this morning and you know I can apply it to anything on anyone so I decided to apply it to this person and I thought hmm yes I, I can just detach with love and I don't have to allow uh, things, actions etc to to sort of mar my day I don't even know if that's the right word but yeah to have a negative effect on what I'm doing how I'm feeling and I don't have to respond in a in a negative way which I'm not per se although I have made some decisions uh, really to avoid my own pain you know, why put myself in a, in a situation where I'm going to feel some kind of pain and discomfort? And, and so that's not acting in a negative way towards that person. Although, in some ways, uh, you know, could it be detrimental to me in the long term? In the short term, it's not, actually. Not at all. So, yes. Yes. So, yeah, I just thought I'd share that with you because because I can but because just in case you're going through something right now and you're feeling a bit stuck and it may be to do with somebody's behavior and because they're feeling bad or acting in a bad way you're feeling bad about yourself feeling bad about them and that's having an impact on other people who are not at all involved but that's what happens isn't it you know it affects everything it can affect everything and and to understand that we can detach ourselves from someone's behavior but do it in a do it with love so that we we we're not 
having to engage in say for example one of the things that I used to engage in with someone who was a drinker arguing and I, I got to learn that there's no point in arguing with somebody who is under the influence of alcohol no point no point and it just got my me rather them more riled up I felt provoked more riled up uh, I'm not somebody that loses my temper or shouts or anything well, I, I do generally keep calm and even that's kind of quite hard when somebody's going at you and you're just having to hold yourself which is what I tend to do because I don't like I don't like losing control and throwing things back at people that's just not me and then what tends to happen is when you know it's finished I beat myself up because I sort of think I didn't stand up for myself or blah 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 however and looking back I still would prefer not to you know get nasty and stuff that's just me I'd rather not and now instead of looking back and thinking oh you know you're weak I'm looking back and thinking actually you're quite strong because you could have you could have just come back with the same but you didn't and you don't and uh, that's how to continue to be so so yes you know if you might be involved in something at the moment and if you can sort of detach with love meaning you know not to get nasty at the person not to engage in the negative behavior but not to then not to beat yourself up not to feel bad but to to be able to go about your day just not not let whatever they do or say pull you down just stand up deep breath in focus on yourself because that's what that's what Al-Anon is all about focusing on yourself really <laughs> focus on myself focus on how I want to feel in this moment and that I have complete control over how I feel in this moment the sun is shining and it's 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 warm my hand is freezing I've got one hand holding my phone as I speak to you I've got the other hand in my jeans pocket I'm not walking I'm not in my walking trousers this morning not in my walking trousers this morning Sonia speak clearly and uh, yes so I'm traversing back towards my house at the time 14 minutes here yes so yes so I've gone all sort of contemplative and reflective and and stuff not really got sort of thoughts but just just feeling I guess just feeling feeling warm my hand is still freezing but I'm feeling warm I think that one of the reasons I'm I've come back to this little park is because I know I'm going to be losing it 
potentially in the few months' time. The surveyor from the buyers came yesterday, and I think I said I was feeling slightly anxious because I don't know what I'm going to find. And so I did a bit of Googling, as they say, search engine uh, research, and uh, about the different types of surveys. So I believe that it's it's one of those home is it home buyers survey, not the not the most basic one, but the second one, <laughs> which costs they say costs around three hundred pounds, something like that. So it's it's non-intrusive. So the guy was in the house for maybe a couple of hours, and moved from one room to the next, and my son said he just took lots of notes. I was working. And so he just went around the house, made his way around the house himself. And uh, so we shall wait and see. There's no point worrying. And again, you see, <laughs> I can apply. Detach with love. You might think, how do you apply that? Well, I can, uh, one of the things I can detach from the, from the outcome, detach myself from the outcome, because that's what I'm, that's what I'm anxious about. I'm anxious about the outcome. The visit's been done, and in my head I said, "Well, the visit's been done now. <laughs> you know what is is. I can't change what is. So I've just detached myself from the outcome. And what I'm choosing to do is attach myself to the feeling at the end of this whole process." At the very end, when I actually bought my new home, and just how that will feel in that moment, and I opened the door with my keys, the door to my new home with my keys, I walk in, and just the feeling that, not that I've arrived at the end, but here I am in the next phase of my journey and how exciting is is this because this is a new adventure so I'm really looking forward to my new adventure I am so I'm gonna say bye for now this segment because I'm going to be adding now uh, a little bit of training from my treasure chest challenge my five day treasure chest challenge I call it so we're on to day three and it's all about subscriptions not wasting money on subscriptions okay speak to you soon welcome back to the five day treasure chest challenge how to build a one month emergency fund fast to support you through your next medical emergency or any other kind of financial emergency come to think of it wow we're already halfway through the challenge at day three where did the time go so today is all about helping you to stop wasting money on subscriptions but before we get started i'm sure you know the drill by now let's quickly recap what you've learned over the last two days day one you discovered how to find hidden treasure in your home How's that going? 
because I, I think that's sort of an ongoing thing. Or maybe you've sort of did it all on day one. And if you did, fantastic. Look, don't worry if you haven't completed this task. You know what to do. And the important thing is to do it at your pace. Day two, I brought to your attention that those loyalty cards <laughs> that you have sitting in your purse or your bag or wallet, you've been diligently swiping them each time you shop why aren't you getting the benefit and if you've not been swiping because you forget it's free money and it's all right to claim that free money it really is yours it's the store's way of thanking you for being loyal to them of course your commitment over these five days watch the daily videos and you know you can re-watch them as well if you forget stuff share your wins so important to share your wins ask questions i'm there to answer them and have fun okay it's all right to have fun even when it's to do with money a quick question how how often do you check your bank statement do you open and read every email hmm. now i ask you because if you're not regularly checking your bank statements and emails it could be costing you hundreds of pounds or dollars look i know when money's tight and um, one of the last things you want to do is to look at a bank statement that just tells you that you've got no money or that you're overdrawn again and i include emails because these days in order to save paper banks prefer to send notification of your bank statement by email and then you can check your account online so let's pick a typical example the gym membership yeah that's me in the gym i think probably about three years ago now <laughs> so you know that membership that many of us decide to sign up for at the beginning of the year when we've made that new year's resolution to lose weight or to get fitter i have to confess that i've joined the gym on numerous occasions started off really motivated and before long, I'm finding any excuse under the sun why I can't get to the gym. Now, the problem is, of course, that whilst I'm making these excuses, the months are going by and my money is coming out of my account into the gym's pocket. Now, the gym doesn't mind <laughs> that I'm not showing up because they're still getting paid. This is an obvious example. Since being diagnosed with Mollerae's meningitis and my regular flare-ups leading to sometimes months of fatigue, I've probably had a good um, excuse to fall out of use of the gym. However, I've been known to continue to allow payments from my account believing that the pain of the money coming out each month would be enough 
to motivate me into action. When you're paying over £30 per month, that is pretty expensive motivation. <laughs> Thankfully, I changed from that mindset and realised that that was just a waste of money. And even when the gym has offered a sort of holding fee, so I think one of the gyms said, you know, just pay £5 a month and sort of hold your membership there. And one of the reasons you might, you know, want to hold a membership is because when you rejoin, there's that joining fee, isn't there? And in my own head as well, I had, well, if I, I don't want to have to repay the joining fee <laughs> if I start again. But if I'm, I'm running it for three, four months and I'm not using it, I'm wasting more than the joining fee. It's just not cost effective. Of course, there are numerous, numerous types of subscription services that we have these days. I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds. Um, these, these are just, this is just a sample, you know, so the TV services now, okay? Uh, so Netflix, your Prime Video, Now TV, Sky, I haven't got Sky on there, BT, there's all different ones now that you pay a monthly uh, amount and it allows you to access um, films, um, programs um, on various, not just your TV, gym membership, of course, magazines. Okay, so you can pay subscriptions for magazines and newspapers now. And uh, there's those trendy meal services now, aren't there? So Taste Card has been around for a while. And oh, I, uh, yeah, I'll say something about that. Taste Card. So there's Taste Card which allows you to uh, sort of do two for one in restaurants. And then you've got those services, HelloFresh, Simply Cook. There's, there's a number of them where you get the ingredients and then you, and, and the recipe and you cook it for yourself. So it's about saving time. Okay. And I've had both those services in the past as well. Um, you've got your cinema, cinema sort of um, subscription where um you pay a certain amount each month and then it allows you sort of unlimited um access to watch films uh credit reports of course you can um pay a monthly fee and it allows you to to see what your credit score is and uh with the sort of um boom in sort of smartphones uh there's so many different apps uh, a lot that you can get for free, of course, but then there's usually uh, a sort of a, in order to get premium, of course, in order to get premium, um, there's a sort of a monthly subscription, you know. Look, and what about when you sign up for a free trial? Okay. And, and what usually happens is that you enter your card details and you're told that money will not be taken out, taken out of your account until the end of the trial period. Okay. And, and that's, that's a great incentive, isn't it? To, to try something for free. And, um, and then you make the decision as to whether or not you, you like it and you want to carry on. Yeah. So you're told that if you don't want the service, all you have to do is cancel before the renewal date. Simple. I'm going to repeat that. 
I have to repeat it. All you have to do is cancel before the renewal date. Mm. And that's the problem, isn't it? What's the problem? Have you been caught out by this? I certainly have. <laughs> the problem is that the system is created so that you can set it up and forget it. You know, the whole part of a subscription is you just you set it up once, you don't have to worry about it, you know, it just automatically comes out of your current account, direct debit, whatever. The problem is it problem is is that you literally do forget it. And as I said, I've been caught out on more than one occasion. <laughs> I've been really frustrated. I now make sure that if I sign up for a free trial, I go straight to my diary. I'm looking at my diary, looking for my diary right now. I go straight to my diary. I look at the date when the trial will end, because usually they tell you that, that you know they'll start taking the first payment on whatever the date is. I count back at least three days, okay? Because I don't do it on the day. I count back three days because you, you need to make sure you've done it the day before. So I count back three days and I write it in my diary, cancel whatever that service is. The thing is, there are many people out there paying subscriptions for services they forgot they had purely because they signed up for a free trial or were using a service they stopped using it for whatever reason and just forgot to cancel the subscription and you could be one of those people if you don't check your bank statements or look at those company emails that always seem to be making a new offer so you become blind to them and, and you just delete them. They could contain information about an, an ongoing subscription. Okay. You know, or which is, and one of the things that they might have done is um, they might be notifying you of an annual subscription. Now that's happened to me. I've, I've, I've seen an email come in about something. I've not really taken much note of it and i've i have i've checked my my statement and i thought what what's this this sum like 30 or 40 or 50 pounds has come out in one go and i'm thinking where's this come from and i recognize the name and i think well i didn't know anything about this and i go into my emails and lo and behold they sent me an email reminding me <laughs> reminding me that my um, subscription is coming to an end and that they'll be renewing. And usually if you don't want to renew, to cancel. Yeah. And it's those annual ones that catch you. They catch you every time, don't they? So today is about cancelling those subscriptions for services you no longer use. So you're going to get this cancelled stamp out. So what I want you to do is go through your bank statements. I know it may be painful, but you really must go through your bank statements for at least the past year or more than a year, because I want you to catch those pesky annual subscriptions that have been keeping their heads 
under the radar. No more. Remember to check any online accounts you may have, such as PayPal, okay? Because um, with PayPal, of course, you can have reoccurring subscriptions coming out of that. And I've been caught there as well, especially the annual ones. Also, those apps on your phone. And check iTunes because some of them obviously you pay through iTunes and then you need to go to the iTunes website and oh, find where you've got reoccurring subscriptions and cancel there. And I've had the problems with that. And I want you to do the same with your emails. Okay, review those subscriptions. Do you really need that service right now? So questions, do you really need that service right now? You may wish to pause a service whilst you build up your emergency fund and then reinstate it later. Okay, so there's, there's that. So you might think, well, actually, this is something that I do want. But you might want to prioritize your emergency fund and you might think, well, actually, if I don't pay this for the, for the next two or three months, um, that's that money can be transferred to my emergency fund and then I can as a reward <laughs> um, reinstate that service later whilst I was building up my emergency fund I had to say no to charities I felt bad at the time but it was important that I had some financial security for myself before I could then support anything else or anyone else okay I do now have a monthly subscription being paid to one of my favorite charities Okay, so pay yourself first, get yourself secure, and then you can help others. Okay. Okay, so a recap of day three. And the key message is to stop wasting money on subscriptions. Okay, so check your bank statements, your emails and apps, e.g. iTunes. Are there any payments coming out for services you do not recognize? Or no longer use make sure you go back a year so that you capture those pesky annual subscriptions decide whether you want to cancel or pause some are easy to do you can contact the company or if it's a direct debit payment you can go to your bank account and cancel from there okay um just to remember that some of those services where it's that long card number that you give you, you sometimes it can be a bit of a a bind to try and find uh, how to cancel those. I found that I had to go to the customer services to, to cancel. Um, you may be able to do it online via the website or via email, by phone, or you might have to do it by letter. Okay. Oh, yes. When you try to cancel, some services will offer a reduction. Now, you may or may not want to take advantage of this. If you do, make sure it is a service you're going to use okay and if the reduction is for a certain number of months go to your diary okay go to your diary and uh make sure you put the date in okay uh it doesn't stop you from taking advantage of any free trials but do make sure that you go to your diary put in find the date that is the, the you're going to have to start paying count a few days back and then make sure you cancel um, and redirect any money that you save doing this redirect it to your emergency fund because it was coming out of your money anyway 
So redirect it to your fund, your emergency fund. That will definitely give it a boost. And um, for for services like for credit reports, um, find a free alternative. So at this moment in time, I'm using Credit Karma. That's free. Okay, and um, you can take advantage of their sort of thirty day uh, free trial as well. And there's a number of them out there. Okay, that's it for today. Uh, thank you. Thank you for your commitment and your focus. And I will see you in day four. Hey, Smiling Sonia here, your host at Thriving with a Chronic Illness. Now be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out on the next episode. Now if you liked what you heard today, be sure to visit my website smilingsonia.com to learn more about how I can help you build an emergency fund.